tight shit though. John was onto it though. He he was he was. I'm the glob glow gabgala. Glob I love books. Love books. Book basement is a true treasure trove. <laughs> oh wait, this has got a backbeat. Wait, who was that? I am the glob glow gabgala. The schwabble double wobble gabble flibber blabber blab. I'm full of schwibble glibber kind. I am the yeast of thoughts and minds. That was a great time to roll that intro. Oh, it sounds so good together. Wow, do some remix. Hold on, I got this banana peel. What do I do with this? What does that character come from? Sorry, I think I hit you with the banana string. You definitely did. There we go. I am the glob glow gabba. I'm not gonna say anything. What does your show become? What does dude soup? We're having a good time. All right. Dude, looks like he's having a good time. New year, new soup. Everyone loves it. Even though viewership last episode was about half, it already smells real bad. That banana. Bones, I don't really want you to have to do this, but if you are still here and you can hear this, can you come and take this He's got a lot of work to do. God damn it. He probably loves. Sorry, Bones. Just throw it, just throw it. No, don't just throw it. Don't no, hold just on, throw hold it on, on the floor. I'll, I'll come get it. Omar's gonna come Omar, get it. Let Omar oh, thanks, come get Omar. the banana and uh, throw it away. The stream's gonna go down. Everybody's gonna be mad. It's not gonna go down. Hey, everybody, it welcome. It doesn't go down because he's not close to it. <laughs> he doesn't he power to, it. If he doesn't stop presence. pedaling. Yeah. It loves Omar. <laughs> welcome to a, a cheater, cheating bowl of dude no. soup. Uh, ooh, I almost played the stream back. That was close. Heard a little bit of me in there. Go, go, go. Uh, man, why is the text so small? I gotta, gotta see that chat. Uh, we, uh, we got a lot of cheating stories today. Thanks, Omar. People you, circumventing Omar. the system, uh, which we've never done or ever espoused any. Yeah, there's some banana strings left. Never mind. It's all right, Omar, I'll get them later. Omar's great. Thanks, Omar. Oh, no, all my icons are on that monitor. And everything's falling yeah, apart. Really you say that every episode. Yeah, but today especially. Uh, I'm joined by three uh, cheating experts, in addition to me, your host, Lawrence. Also uh, cheating expert. Oh, well, yeah, I mean. You don't, you don't find the cheating experts without being cheating super expert. I cheat so hard, I've never cheated in my life. Think about that. I don't know. Uh, Bruce Green, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I am actually a cheating expert. I do have experience with this. You've been vac banned. I've been vac banned, and I'll tell you why. On this show. I'm actually excited to hear That's about that. That's a tease. I have, because uh, <laughs> I, have, I have deep philosophic uh, inroads around cheating in general. Uh, the man who's never cheated a lift in his life, James Willems. Never cheated a lift, but I've cheated a game. That's why they call me the Game Shark. Ooh. Wait, they, they call that, it. that piece of hardware that was a Game Shark, right? It's named after me. Because they were like, we need to build a machine that can do what that man can do, like John Henry. <laughs> Except I didn't die. <laughs> I guess that is a version of that story, isn't it? Doesn't he, that doesn't, it should be that he lost, right? You want to hear something fucked? Yeah. I got to be John Henry in like a third grade school play. Well, it was like Texas, right? So yeah. there probably weren't any people that they could accurately cast as John Henry. We got one in high school, but that was well after the fact. I just think, you dig in holes, he finishes first, but then dies. Yeah, you don't know who John Henry is? I don't know who John Henry is. I mean, is he oh, an American, he's an American hero? Do you know who Johnny Appleseed is? I know Johnny Appleseed. I know Connie Appleseed, the Simpsons parody no. of the story. John Henry was a man. Oh, he had a hammer. You at, talked he, about he it, had, right? He had a hammer. He, he built he, like trains. Like Thor. That was John Bunyan. Bunyan. No, it's Paul, Bunyan. Paul Bunyan is the bounty man. But the, this businessman showed up with a machine. Mm. Okay. And the machine, they claimed, could dig better than any man. Mm. And oh, so Bunyan. John Henry stepped forward and said, not this man. Oh. And so he challenged the machine to what uh, they were going to dig a, dig a tunnel. They were both going to dig through a mountain yeah. and race each other. Yeah. Now, 
barring the fact that all of the other men were worse than John Henry, that he was the best that humanity had to offer, yeah. he went against the machine. They dig to the, they dig to the end of the tunnel, and then but John Henry finished first. Okay. He beat the machine. All right. But then he used so much energy that he actually collapsed dead. His heart stopped. He died. Why were they digging the tunnel? It was a train. It was like for trains. For trains. Also, oh. yeah, to go through. The, the he's west. not a hero. He's dead. Well, I, that's my my thing. Even as a kid, I like raised my hand and I was like, "So the machine still works and he's dead." Yeah. I think that definitively uh, proves that the machine's better, right? Hundred percent. See. Canadian railroad uh, builders just sent Chinese workers in oh, with explosives. Oh, we didn't do that. So we didn't yeah. worry about that. Yeah. We, we didn't even talk about it. Yeah. No, we America made a whole like vignette it. series about it. Oh. So. America wasn't at a point where they were prepared to allow the Chinese people to be part of their folklore. Right. Correct. African Americans, sure. Maybe if they're strong. That's what they said. That's actually what the founding fathers said. Sure. This sounds awesome. Strong. And on that note, uh, the 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 one lady who was cheating on American folklore, Elise Willems. I recently had to download some save files for Sherlock Holmes. Cheater! You, know, you cheater! Because we didn't, we lost the save file. Didn't want to play back band. I cannot get back band in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, once they find out the save files aren't yours. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I just only just now put this together. Uh, yes. Man of Steel, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the character's name in DC Comics? Isn't it John Henry? John Henry, yeah. Which is why he carries a... A giant hammer, yeah. Yeah, he's a giant hammer. He was, he's yes. this guy. Superman was resurrected as John Henry. That's not really how that storyline went. No, I read the novelization. Resurrected, resurrected as a number of other people besides John Henry. The spirit of Superman yeah, inspired yeah. I know. So, several other heroes. I, I think well, around I the time I was John Henry in our third grade production of, uh, of American Folklore, I was also reading the novelization of The Death and Return of Superman. Okay. So... Yeah. I also read the novelization of Stargate. Don't we have sponsors in this episode? Yeah, we do. Okay. Remember the one that was Terminator? Yes. Oh, yeah, the Eradicator. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, like laser eyes. Wait, no. Wasn't there a no, dog the one, too? Oh, sorry, yeah, there was a dog yeah. one. Yes. Eradicator wore a bodysuit, and he looked fucking sweet. He was but yeah, totally nice. It was like a robot that was supposed was to be one Superman. that was just straight up robot. But then he turned out being evil. At no point did I ever see him with a full face. Shit. I forgot. Fuck. What? Uh, I, have a, I had a cup of flowers I was supposed to bring. Oh, but Omar. They're on my Omar. desk. Perhaps you can go to Omar Morris's desk. Omar's gone. And so, gift us he with them, Omar. Omar. Oh, yeah, Omar has a surprise for us. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, this podcast has three sponsors, which means you're 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 facing down a double wide dude suit. You're locked two in. bowls. Locked yeah. in. Buckle up. Use the bathroom. I'm literally tied to this. <laughs> uh, it's the Black Tux Pro Flowers and Sherry's Berries. Which also Ooh. means that Mother's Day is coming up. Also, Omar needs to get the Sherry's Berries box. May 13th, everybody. Celebrate uh, your mother. You can get $20 off those. your purchase at the blacktux.com slash soup. You can get 100 colorful blooms with a free glass vase at proflowers.com. You just got to click the blue microphone in the upper right and use our code DUDESOUP. And you can also get a box of freshly dipped chocolate-covered strawberries starting at $19.99 plus shipping and handling at berries.com using our code DUDESOUP. Same thing, you gotta click that do microphone. Have, do you have berries for us? I do. Uh, I forgot to tell Mar to get those too, so he's gonna have to do quite a I, bit of back and forth here. I, I get my family a lot of stuff from sponsors. Oh. But I, it's not like I get the free stuff, I pay for yeah. it and use one use of our code. promo yeah, codes code. to do it. Is that okay? Well, or is know. that cheating? No, that's no, not that's cheating. Totally fine. You totally used it. And Is you it? paid for it. Hey, Omar, I forgot something else too. Just, just 
But does it seem sketchy that I'm giving them? Just drop it right here. Tell us why you got in front of Elise so everyone can fucking yell. Tell us why you got these for us, Omar. Because you're a beautiful person. Oh, you got us because we're beautiful. Omar, we also need you to bring Sherry's berries. Yeah, they're in the fridge. They're in the fridge in our office. The mini fridge. Sherry's berries. They do. Yeah. Flowers. Doesn't smell like guaranteed to last seven days. We'll hear more about them later on. Yeah, actually, like quite literally. Boy, those don't stay on carpet so good. Just give them to me. I'll hold them. I'll be in charge of your spot. I think it's fine. Whatever, fine. Yeah. I think it's fine. I don't want people to get burned out on those flowers. Uh, we only, we got 90 minutes here. I don't want them to get all hyped up on flowers We're way early. We got too much to talk about. 88 minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> Gift from Omar. Omar, you're the best. They don't stop. <laughs> Mother's Day is the best. What do we deserve? I don't even have to have kids and I get everything. It's great. All right, so we got a, there's been a lot going on this week. Uh, Labo didn't sell all that well. What a surprise. Yeah, people getting hauled into jail for cheating in PUBG, which is pretty cool. Uh, on the cheating tick, I, uh, I saw this story on BBC about YouTube YouTubers promoting uh, like an essay for money service. <laughs> what? That's pretty cool. Uh, like now, school essays. Yes, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like school work. Writing they pay for, for English for class. And like the, the ad reads are pretty intense. They're, they're quite literally saying, don't waste your time doing school work. Pay someone else to do it. Hmm. Like, These are like 15-year-olds telling other kids to cheat. How much work. was it? Uh, how much was the, the ad buy, yeah. or how much is an essay? No, how much is an essay? If I wanted to buy an essay, how much would I Good get? question. I can look that up in a second, no, that's provided fine. we want to no talk rush. about No rush. And then the, uh, the Cyberwatch to end all Cyberwatches, actually I guess that would be a release date, but let me tell you guys, it's just been... He's talking about Cyberpunk, everybody. Yeah, Cyberpunk so 2077. Right, yeah. Oh, sure, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Omar's rolling out. I guess so. All right. The, the, <laughs> Thank you, Omar, for, for letting us know, or, a, or letting the audience know, what the most important news is. It's kind of a poorly named segment. What do you mean? it should be Cyberpunk Watch 2077. No, you... Well, except when they make sequels, then he, can, he doesn't have to make a new logo, because it'll be like Cyberpunk, and then Cyber City, and Cyber World. We'll Boy, be dead by then. way, way ahead. So, Either no way, no one knows what it is. It's called it's Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. The hit RPG follow-up uh, from CD Projekt Red, who also made The Witcher 3. The Witcher 2, The Witcher 1, and Gwent, uh, which is going to be important in a second. So, uh, it's not stupid. This is where we're all going to move, Bruce. Once this game comes out, we're all going to pack up our stuff, put it in a little box, put it in a storage container, and then just spend all day playing Cyberpunk. Yeah. It, yeah. All right. So, de- <laughs> the E3 website, E3's coming up, and E3 lists all its, all its exhibitors and stuff. And boy, howdy, was there a big... Ass bombshell on I that. I bet Cyberpunk's not going to be there. <laughs> well, we don't know for sure, but... But CD Projekt Red is. Boom! Yeah, oh, so they're wow. definitely going to have Cyberpunk there then. They could be working on something else. Like That's what? Cybery. Witcher 4? <laughs> I mean, so they, they did say they are working on another project. They did say right. that. But Cyberpunk. But it's this has to be Cyberpunk. Okay, so the, the E3 listing says CD Projekt Red's going to be exhibiting uh, a product in three categories, a role-playing game for PC and Windows, Sony PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Tell me that's not Cyberpunk. Which, uh, which press conference do you think it'll be revealed at? Oh, I, hmm. So, good question. Uh-huh. It may not be in a press conference. Uh, oh. So I, I did my digging, because a uh, games journalist, and uh, you know, wanna, uh, basically live in Cyberpunk already. So these things just kind of come to me. That's They're just That's not what he does. Uh, it's like the circuitry is in my, my arm. Yeah, I put on my cyber gloves. <laughs> and then he just types on a computer. <laughs> I punch deck. Uh, and then I found, so GR, this is from January, I think. GRYonline.pl, which is very Polish, um, had an inside, two inside sources that basically said that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 will be at E3 2018, but it's going to have behind closed doors demos to 
select journalists. Oh, they're not going to show. They must show. Jeff Keighley's probably already played. Yeah, do you have a contact there? I mean, do you or do you don't? I mean, okay. contacts come in many forms, Elise. You don't. Well, yeah, that means yeah, no. and he doesn't I mean, have we any could, of those We could try to get. One. I like all of their tweets, like all of them. As soon as they tweet it, I like it. So <laughs> they're probably paying attention. Why don't you to talk that? to Jeff Keighley? Uh, he's intimidating. Oh, why don't you? Why don't we talk to Grace from Microsoft? Somebody, anybody. Yeah, we have a hundred six degrees of yeah, cyberpunk creation. If it's coming out on Xbox One, Grace will help you. I basically the, already played it. Remember so. that time we hit Hideo Kojima with a boomerang? I do. So, like, we have a pretty good relationship with him. We're good friends with him too. That's true. We could brag about that. Uh, so here's the, here's the quote. Uh, loosely translated from a very Polish website, quote, We obtained information about the plan to present the game at the most important industry event independently from two sources, and in both cases we cannot disclose where they came from. That's some solid journalism right there. Uh, follows, We immediately reserve that such revelations must always be treated with an appropriate distance until CD Projekt Red officially announces that Cyberpunk 2077 will appear at E3. There's absolutely no certainty that this will happen. We strongly believe, however, the above speculations will be confirmed. Can you imagine how drunk Boom. Lawrence is going to be during Drunk E3 when it comes when it pops Boom. up in a press conference? He's screaming with a beer in his hand. Oh, hey! How's that he, different from him in any other day? He'll be. Right. He won't. He'll be at Ubisoft. He'll be at Ubisoft. Potentially. Oh yeah, that's right. Maybe. I don't know what that's about. What if We're all going to see it. Lawrence going to be the last to know. Oh my gosh! How tragic. That's a cyber <laughs> watch. That'd right be there. amazing. I would love that. They're After all, all this. I know. They're all. All the uh, it's not gonna be Ubisoft, right? <laughs> and all the He's shattering his hopes. All the conventions knowledge. are so far apart. It'll be fine. I'll get on the metro. I'll be listening to my my no, synthwave soundtrack. Battery's dying. Pulling up the trailer. Battery's dying. Can't watch it. We're gonna call you. Watch. Have you seen the trailer? The trailer's awesome. Hello. The trailer's Hello. so awesome, Lawrence. No, because remember, I had to go from Microsoft to Ubisoft. Almost peed myself yeah, on the train. I do remember that. So your little bladder might have exploded. I almost thought you it was going to. Rooster teeth. It, I, I was on the train and then I ran into Jack and Blaine, and I thought I was going to pee myself. And I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know them that well." <laughs> piss myself in front of them on this train. I Hi, Elise. Want to not use the restroom? Like, <laughs> I heard a story about some lady that was going to get uh, assaulted, and then she just pissed on the dude and then was able to get away. That's, mm-hmm. a good idea. That's like That's Split. Awesome. Huh? Remember in the movie Split? Oh yeah, and she's like, just pee, just pee on yourself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I've heard that inducing vomiting is a good way to get out of a situation as well. Although that kind of requires you to have your hands free. Can anyone <laughs> just vomit on command? Uh, Probably someone out there can. Yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> All right. That's the kind of thing that they turn around and sue the person for being attacked because they put biological bullshit on them oh, or something. Oh yeah, maybe. they might have had AIDS. Yeah. Their body. Wait, do you think? Oh, never mind. Yeah, if you have pee, never mind. and you have, <laughs> if you have AIDS and you pee in someone's eye, you can give them AIDS. And also, ocular AIDS. Then are you considered like was that chemical weapons attack by you? Yeah, you can be prosecuted. So that's a war internationally. crime. <laughs> Damn. I had an Uber driver recently that uh, we were just talking about like the safety of being an Uber driver when I was in the car with her, and she's like, you know what? I'm a nurse in an ER, and I get spit on by AIDS patients all day. Like this is the last thing. Why that are you I... so ungrateful? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, man, wow, yeah, here it's free spit. All right, so uh, other other headlines. Well, anyway, Cyberpunk, lock it in. Uh, probably release date. It's probably going to be one of those things where they like they show a cool trailer and it's like it's out right now. Probably uh, they're not going to do that. That's probably going to happen. I'm really excited for that to happen when that happens, uh, and then I'll get to marry the, uh, the the blade lady from the trailer. She'll be my wife. Uh, there are other things what we got going Stephanie? on. Who? Okay. All right. 
Uh, <laughs> other things, there's some shit going down in Fortnite, which is kind of cool. Um, they started the new season. They did. Uh, the comet hit, but it, it missed Tilted Towers. It's a, what was it, Dusty, Dust Depot, right? Yeah, but now it's, it's a crater. It's just a crater. Yeah. And then you can get moon rocks that let you jump real high. That's neat. But there's a bunch of other like uh, Easter eggs they, they started secreting into the map. I really love that stuff. When they start building things and let the, let the community find it on their own. Uh, and there's also a really fucked uh, Harry Potter mobile game. It's kind of out right now. I don't know. I wanted to, have you played it? I no, I wanted to ask you if you were. No, because I was, I was going to play it and I kept reading about these, <laughs> the Michael transactions. <laughs> yes, Michael. And I was like, dude, I can't play this game. It sounds like I'm just, yeah. just ripping you off all the time. Twitch we'll is free it. for Hogwarts. Yeah. yeah. How do you think they got there? Man. For as much shit as Harry gives his whatever adopted parents, the. There's aunt and uncle. Dursleys or whatever. Oh, yeah, they're, they're paying his tuition. They had to pay his tuition. I'd be pissed too. Oh, you're right. That's a lot of money. You got to pay to go to. Of course you do. Why didn't I ever think about that? There's That's a bunch the of wizards that so can't poor. afford Hogwarts. They just immediately start toiling in the shitter. Weezy's got th- eight kids. Do you think that that one guy who has the cat, who's the janitor for Hogwarts, do, Argus you, think Filch. He, do you think he went to Hogwarts? Yeah, well, he tried to, but he was a squib, so he couldn't. Or he couldn't <laughs> afford it. Stupid. And so now he has to clean their shit, clean their bathrooms. Yeah, that sucks. And that Myrtle's over his shoulder chatting at him, telling him to whip his dick out. Life hits hard. I'm not going to do it. Life hits hard anywhere, even even in the wizarding community. Yeah. Does that mean wizards have student debt? Yeah, of course they do. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Who would want to live in wizard world? It's just like this, except except you get you don't have to do half the mundane chores because you got slaves. And you got to go see goblins at a bank. And eat out Professor McGonagall. Wait a minute, oh, you do? There's a positive Hey, everything. that sounds awesome. Yeah. I want to do that. Are you kidding? What's her name? Is hot. But only Maggie when Smith? she's a cat. Maggie Smith. Who? Omar City wants to fuck a cat. <laughs> Only when she's a cat. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just lick her? I guess you can do that. Yeah, you, be, yeah you can do that. Anytime. So yeah, the, the Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery is pretty fucking awesome, mostly because of this exact thing. Yeah, so I, Target I, vines. I read, I read about this. You do, you do like a story, and to do events, it takes energy. It's like every fucking mobile game, and then energy re- recovers over time. But the game is plotted out so that the exact moment you run out of energy the very first time, it's when you are dying to some sort of magical <laughs> plant. So your, your avatar is getting choked out, and it's like, hey, spend money to not die. Or whatever, wait, man. Or wait 24 hours. Yeah, or, or it's yeah. like, yeah. The, the thing that kind of gets me about this is, yeah, but it's bullshit. But this is like particularly cruel in that you're telling a, a fanciful story to kids. Yeah. And then you're just stopping it at, at a critical moment and saying, if you could give me five bucks, I'll keep going. But until then, who knows what's going to happen to you? Well, but if you wait twenty-four hours, then what? You just you, you come back. Your energy get you get out. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, get choked out for twenty-four. No, they say hours. just wait it out. Yeah, you're not going to die. Then now you fear, you're fearless. You yeah, know, you can overcome anything. Stronger than ever. Yeah. <laughs> to a kid though, I, they're childlike whimsy, crushed. These kids know microtransactions better than anyone in this podcast. They right grew now. up with them. They grew up with That's them. That's true. They've acquired more like debt in microtransactions than we can ever imagine. <laughs> they it's know just, this shit. This like is their game. Yeah. They probably designed it. It's so unfortunate because I feel like the strength of a game with microtransactions relies on being able to mask it in such a way that it doesn't frustrate the player that's just going for like a casual, they're not going to pay to play experience, but then encouraging people that will go that extra mile to pay to want to do it. Yeah. I don't know if this 
this game has enough to do either, to be well, honest. Like I, I, I don't think it does. love Harry Potter, but I just didn't bring myself to pick it up. I don't really know much about how the game works, but it's weird that microtransactions would be tied to the story aspect. It, like generally, it should let you it's play cosmetic, the story. It's cosmetic. It's supplementary. But it's Harry yeah. Potter. If you go to Universal Studios, they have. Microtransactions there. Yeah. Your ticket price gets you on the ride, but then you come out into the store that has 84 different versions of a Hufflepuff t-shirt. I bought them all. So it's like, <laughs> but it's like, like I don't understand why other businesses have already figured out how to monetize Harry Potter mm. and then they do something so dramatically different. I don't know, again, don't know if it doesn't fit in with the game that you couldn't just have be like, now you're in the winter sweater, or now you're in your Quidditch uniform. Like, or, just, or you want to buy your familiar or something like that. Yeah. A thousand, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the big cat. It's a medium cat. It's a tall cat. What's your Patronus? Literally any animal on the planet. Remind me, what was the limitation with Pokemon Go that you had to wait? It was balls, right? Um, yeah, it was Pokeballs, right? Mm-hmm. I never Is played that, it. Did you run out of Pokeballs? Well, yeah. there were Pokeballs, and then couldn't you buy, like, There were garbage things, balls, but you could buy that, better like, ones. level them you up, You could buy too. lures and but stuff like that. The fact of the matter is, I could play Pokemon... I never spent any money on that game, yeah. and I could play Pokemon Go... Cheated at it. ...forever. Go on. Yeah. Hey, I didn't cheat at it. I yeah. used services that Man. existed Bruce, outside cheated. of the game. You cheated at everything. Um, <laughs> we got to justify the title of this podcast eventually. We'll get there. Yeah, regardless. No, you didn't have to really pay to play that game. You could play it whenever you wanted. And this sounds exactly the opposite. Because I, I think I was going to ask you, uh, at least if you were going to actually end up playing the game, because I was about to fire it up. And then I, I fucking read that article and I was like, what? I'm not going to do that. That's you know, crazy. I almost went to download it. Message my friend, AJ Locasio, professional voice actor, know, Harry Potter aficionado. Yeah. And I say, AJ, sh- do you like this game? I, of course you've played it. And he says, no. Pass on it. He said no too? And you know what? I didn't like the animation either. I think I thought there was a much more... Um, if they were trying to go less 3D, weird... It looks kind of shitty. Yeah, it looks... Sh- <laughs> <laughs> it does. I was go, a scribbly illustrated style. Like a scribbly, yeah. A, a, yeah. Something with a cheeky, you yeah. know, bit of character to it would have been more appealing to me than this. I agree. This um, is number one in Adventure Games yeah, right now it's, it's, on it's Google Play. I'll download it right I'm now. I'm downloading it right now. Uh, yeah, I'll download it right now. And chat. we can all get choked out by vines. <laughs> in chat, S. Blomkamp writes, a friend of mine who worked on that Smurfs mobile game says the discussions about... How to maximize microtransactions were horrifying and basically sociopathic. Hmm. I can see that though. Once once you're so far in, in the weeds and the numbers of a project, you stop thinking about the user. So you stop thinking about the fact that an eight-year-old kid who loves Harry Potter is gonna play this and I mean whatever. There there are worse things in the world by far, but still it's when you it's almost like the EA Star Wars thing of how how can you get so disconnected from the experience of even using the product you're making yeah. that you think locking out Darth Vader at a, at a after paying $60 is even a remotely good idea. Well, that was another that was another reason I didn't play Star Wars Battlefront 2 and I still haven't. It's because of all the Michael 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 transactions Michael transa- that were <laughs> basically like they they were getting so much bad press and I've since we're so in far inside the video games press game I was wondering, is it like, well, does the video games press just not like this game? Mm-hmm. Or are there way too many Michael transactions? And for me, I, I kind of, I guess I fell on the side of there were way too many Michael transactions because I ended up talking to you, my friend. Oh. And my friend told me, uh, I'm not sure about this. Um, and that's, that's what's so worrisome about this is that, like you said, I think it's a combination of, uh, of two things. There's one, the engineers and developers are like, ah, you know what, it doesn't matter, they'll, they'll pay it because it's Harry Potter or Star Wars. Um, and then on the other on the other side of it, there may be executives being like, "We're not going to make any money on this yeah. game 
Um, Harry Potter, it's probably expensive to license. Yeah, and we, we spent $50 million on this mobile game, so we probably need to make money on this. How are we going to do it? They don't know what they're doing, so then they go and talk to engineers and developers, and then the developers are like, well, we've got to do it. They're our bosses. So it's it, it can be a combination of all of those things. Uh, I just think it's a bad lead. It's yeah. It's just a bad project lead. But it's the more that this stuff happens, the more it sort of erodes the uh, the resistance yes. to it. It yes. just becomes more common, and then, yeah, and then you're as, uh, as jaded as James. Are you I made it to Diagon Alley. Nice. So, I mean, to your guys' point, like, yeah, like having buying your Patronus or whatever would be cooler, but that's time and effort. And I kind of speaking to the animation and 3D, I mean, I haven't played it, so it's kind of unfair to, to pass judgment on the, the production quality of it, but it doesn't seem like they had just loads of cash sitting around after cutting whatever check they had to to license the Harry Potter brand. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting tug of war for sure. Perhaps it shan't have been made at all then. Perhaps Not it's to shamed. sully the name of, of so our this, HP. This lightning currency, it yeah. gives you oh, that's your energy. Energy. 20, 24 energy to start. I just had to use two energy mm-hmm. to browse the shelves. That's how so they get you. What? There's a, the, the Eurogamer article that I'm citing this from actually does a really good job summarizing how the game works. Uh, turn quote, pages. You have a finite bar of energy you can hold at one time, and when this is depleted, you'll need to pay up or just wait it out and keep checking back before time runs out. You regain one energy point every four minutes, and there's no way to regain energy for free doing any other activity. Other than waiting, probably. Yeah, other than waiting. Right. The only challenge, or paying money. The only challenge involved is remembering the game's clock is still ticking away while you're doing other things so that you can then return in half an hour to finish what should have been a two-minute experience. So, uh, so you see there's like a timer up there. When you start a story event, you have to finish it within a certain amount of time to get a certain rating. Oh. Which means you can't even put your phone down for a day and come back, because then it's expired or whatever. Well, well, well the rating is just meaning, like, you did bad. Right? Yeah. It doesn't I, affect gameplay in any It way. may or may not, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, and then the, the article goes on. The first time the game engineers, you will run out of energy is in its first action scene where, creepily, your character is left in a life or death scenario while you wait half an hour to continue. Charitably, you could say this energy system adds a certain cliffhanger-esque nature to Hogwarts mystery. But the amount of energy needed is completely arbitrary and one deliberately designed to fully deplete your energy bar. The game encourages you to make a purchase and continually and continue immediately rather than wait and leave your avatar suffering. It's especially troubling when you consider the game's audience. I'm at Ollivander's. James is right. I had to use <laughs> three energy to gather books. It's hard. But that, that was I was forced to do that in the game. I didn't have a choice. Yeah, no, you well, just this is a tutorial. You go linearly through the story. And when you start a story event, you have to pay energy to get through it. Um, so insanity. It, it does seem like a really cut down, uh, kind of like a, what Elise was hinting at. There's, there's usually some smoke and mirrors. There's usually a smile before they fuck you. Um, this is just, no, we're just going to fuck you. Um, and, and the fact that they can make the energy consumption whatever they want, it's an arbitrary number, the fact that they math, math it out so that you hit this one roadblock right here and then they ask you for cash is certainly intentional. So Jam City developed it. Who published this? Do we know? Is it also Jam City? I'm not sure. I, haven't, I didn't dig that deep. I thought it was from the Pokemon Go team, but maybe I'm Niantic? Yeah. That's yeah, what I thought, I too, at least. Well, but wait. Niantic is making a they're Harry Potter game, right? But it's not Oh, that. okay, okay. Yeah, never mind then. I'm they better not charge me for that too. garbage. I'm going to be out there playing all the day. All the day. <laughs> all the day. Did you go find a lot of Pokemon? Uh, no, I'm finding Fantastic Beasts. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, I, this is has a mystery. That's what I was curious about. I know. That's a good say, story. I was going to say, this is a, a perfect release oh, game. Chapter one complete. Well, if you uh, if you guys wanted to, you could 
try and cheat. See, I gotta, I gotta justify it. Nice. How, people, how, how can I tell cheat? me how to cheat. Yeah, tell me how to cheat. In people are getting thrown in the slammer. Uh, I guess steal somebody's credit card. Um, <laughs> people are getting, people are getting sent to the big chill for cheating at PUBG. Uh, this is kind of an old story. Uh, there was, there was a uh, story around January of people getting hauled off to jail in China for making and distributing cheats for PUBG. But there was a post on uh, a Steam forums a couple days ago. Uh, let me let me open that up here. Why he's like a teenager going to Hogwarts? Well, wait, how old was Harry? Ten? Yeah, he was really young. Why? Why? Where has this guy been? That now all of a sudden he gets in sorted. Is that embarrassing for him in front of his peers to be sorted at like sixteen? Maybe he hit puberty later. <laughs> Maybe change when he goes to school. <laughs> I still think, and this is something we've been talking about separately, but. I still think the Harry Potter movies could benefit from a scene where all the new kids have to get naked and put their hands against the wall and just get, get hosed sprayed. down. Yeah, I like that. They can't <laughs> bring the outside magic. dirt in. Yeah, it's like magic spray. Mm-hmm. You got to prepare them for the atmosphere, the magical, whimsical atmosphere inside Hogwarts. All right, so this is from uh, this uh, back on the PUBG tick. This is an update from uh, R.K. Rigney. Uh, writes basically detailing their ongoing efforts to fight uh, hacking and cheating. They, uh, they write, earlier this month, on April 25th, 15 suspects were arrested for developing and selling hacking and cheating programs that affected PUBG. It was confirmed that malicious code, including Trojan Horse software, was included in some of these programs and was used to steal user information. Here's some translated information from the local authorities who worked on this case. Uh, quote, 15 major suspects, including OMG, FL, and then some Chinese that I won't even try to slaughter, uh, were arrested for developing hack programs, hosting market places for hack programs, and brokering transactions. Currently, the suspects have been fined approximately 30 million RNB or 5.1 million Oof. US dollar. Uh, other suspects related to this case are still being investigated. Some hack programs being distributed through the internet includes a Huigezi Trojan horse, a Chinese backdoor virus. That's what they called me in college. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's proven that hack developers use this virus to control users' PCs, scan their data, and extract information illegally. Uh, I just love the fact that video games are so serious that people are getting fined millions of dollars for fucking with them. Well, they're economies, right? Yeah. But that that doesn't seem to be what this is about. No, yeah. This probably hinges more on the privacy aspect. It's, yeah, They've violated some sort of federal privacy laws with their hack software. Lawrence and I were talking about this earlier, and Lawrence was, like, excited because... He was like, well, yeah, they obviously they scanned their data and extracted information illegally from them using these hacks. But you were thinking Blue Hole is just going after them because they were cheating. I wonder, because you're right, it is ruining their economy and there's mm-hmm. a lot of money online, a lot. So I'm not saying this happened, but wouldn't it be cool if, uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if, uh, it's, it, this is like the digital equivalent of planting evidence of like, you find somebody's throwing hacks around and they're like, oh, there was a, there's a virus in it, uh, so you can charge them a shitload more money by just like saying like, no, they were stealing people's credit cards and stuff. They may not have been, but I like the idea that you can really fucking nail someone for fucking with your game. Well, it's like it's like you know Al Capone getting caught on tax fraud. It's like OJ getting taken down for Vegas Vegas oh, theft. Yeah, it's yeah, like one crime, you know, you, if you can't get somebody on that, we'll get them on somebody get else. Get them on another charge. Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the hacking, the cheating, is what made it more likely that the company or the software that they were cheating on notice it would notice yeah. it and then also be willing to turn them over yeah and be like sure fuck them do what you got to do to whatever actual authorities want to step in and then say we are going to prosecute to the fullest extent of the law um, 
So yeah, I mean, it seems like it sucks for the. I mean, I don't know what the. No one knows what the intentions of the hackers are. If they were just trying to find a new way to enjoy this game, I doubt that they were trying to profit from it. But mm, they were never selling know. the tools. Yeah. yeah, they were selling. That's true. That's true. I'm saying like profit from the thing that's getting them sent to jail. Oh, you mean like the, the privacy, data? The, data, oh. the privacy aspect Stealing of it, and selling oh. the data. or if it's that they just built it on some sort of software that needed that access, you know, like yeah. how, how yeah. you download an app on your phone and it like, we need to access your contacts because of the way this app runs. Yeah, this is how we identify your phone. It's, I mean, it's, a, it's a systematic thing, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, like stealing user information is one thing, but if they, it, you know, it says they were also selling it. So then they were proactively selling what they were, it wasn't just yes. a, a side effect that yes. they were taking the information. But they were, it's something to consider because like, you know, Talking back to like Game Sharks or Mega Man, and like oh, putting in Game Genie codes, there was only so much you could really disrupt in the game at that point. Well, it wasn't time. online, and there wasn't, it wasn't like an online. economy. And, and more than anything, when you bought a copy of Mega Man, it didn't require your email address, <laughs> your credit card information, yeah. your home, your home address to play the game. And now a lot of these services do. Like you want to play Fortnite. You have to make an Epic account, yeah. which requires, at the very least, an email and password. Nothing and frustrates me more than having to provide credit card information as a contingency when oh, yeah. I'm not actually making a purchase. It's really weird. It's it's always been weird to me that that companies need that stuff, and it always worries me. I, I know for them, it's it's a safety contingency if you were to try to sure purchase something, but still worries me though. Or if you have a subscription, or you have a tr like a free trial. World of Warcraft would do know, that when you get a free 30-day trial or seven-day whatever yeah. it was. You'd sign up for it, but they asked for your credit card, and you had to give it to them in the case that, like, if, that if you didn't cancel, they want to bill yeah. your ass. I, I right. always, I mean, that that has to be a billing thing. Oh, uh, yeah, it's yeah, just totally, a, totally a, yeah. like a customer retention thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and I mean, speaking of all that though, there was a uh, what is it? The GDPR. There's there's like a the EU just passed all this data security stuff, basically saying if uh, if you're holding data from a, a private citizen and they request you remove it, you have to be able to delete all of it. And then there's all kinds of uh, regulations that go along with that. So we could use something like that in America, I think. Um, man, it's so frustrating. Um, this is bizarrely anecdotal, but whenever I've gone to Europe, I've been amazed at how they integrate new technology into their society. Just like QR codes being on historical plaques and stuff like that. They don't wait, but America waits all the time for some reason. So it's frustrating again that Europe, despite being millennia older than our nation, is somehow ahead of us on, on data security yeah. and, and internet shit. Well, you don't think that some of that makes it over because the internet is worldwide, right? So American companies have to do that to comply with European code? If they operate in Europe, yes, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of people, uh, a, lot of, a lot of multinational companies have been sweating this because yeah, uh, they're going to have to update their systems and practices to be compliant with this. It's like it's like a ridiculous fee too. If you're caught for even one person, uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, shit. Penalties for non-compliance are steep, up to four percent of a company's worldwide revenue, Holy or shit. twenty million euros, whichever is higher. Oh my gosh. Four percent of your entire revenue gone because you had one dude's credit card when he asked you to get rid of it. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. I mean, that can that can crush a business, but. Damn. Yeah, but it's good though. I mean, people shouldn't—they shouldn't be able to do that. Com yeah. Companies should not be able to do that. Take that, PUBG. Yeah. Uh, but the, <laughs> the the fluffier the fluffier question I wanted to ask you guys is: Do you think that like a five million dollar penalty is just, um, fr just from a game player's perspective? Let's say because I know you 
you put a lot of Bruce. You put a lot of time in Counter Strike. Yeah. And cheating was rampant. I mean, it's uh, the thing. The fact of the matter is, cheating is rampant in every game. Mm. Uh, if you because it, it's funny, all you, it's a Google search away. All you do is search Fortnite cheats or PUBG cheats, and they're everywhere and they're free. Like all you do is sign up for a forum and you can download them and use them. Um, uh, Fortnite and a bunch of other companies. They're trying to stay ahead of the curve. They usually like every 30 days or so they'll patch out all the cheats that were that were like working for those 30 days. But for those 30 days, if you're getting destroyed in Overwatch competitive or whatever else, they could have been cheats, and they were free. And they may have also uh, taken some of your data. Those like those cheats when you download those off of forums, they are they're absolutely risky. Like you don't know what they are, and they may or may not work. They may or may not get you banned for good forever. Uh, but that's just what happens. That's the game you play when you cheat. I think that's, I think that's why my Overwatch rank is so low. That's like what all it is. the cheaters. That's what it's the same with me. It's you know, the same with me. It's because of all the cheaters. Not fair. I mean, I think it's fair for extracting and compromising other people's data. Mm. I, I agree. For sure. Like the cheating aspect. No. You've never I think, felt that anger. You're just like, I just want you to be homeless well, I, because I, you cheated. I think hacking. Like if somebody's just straight hacking a game, cheating in a game, ban them. That's that's an offense, but when it comes down to that kind of uh, invasion of privacy, stealing information, then I think, yeah, there um, definitely should be penalized yeah. in that way. I mean, so much of the legal system is about setting precedents, too. Yeah. So they might, they're like, we got these guys, let's hit them with the hardest possible sentencing yeah. that we can yeah. to, to discourage. Like swatting. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, to, dis to discourage those that might come after, but also to show this is a different ecosystem now. Like cheating doesn't just mean getting only headshots anymore. Cheating exposes yeah. the players to a lot of volatile information because these games are now services and services require information and credit cards. And so like you're basically they're basically going, you're committing credit card fraud, you know? In a lot of ways, you're one step away from it. You're making it more easy for more underhanded people to get that information and then do with that as they please. Are so. they getting any type of um, like prison? It's just the penalty, the financial. I've penalty. only heard about the fines. Okay, because I mean, you know, if you steal, like throwing their ass like, in jail, you know, is it ten thousand dollars? You're facing prison time, five thousand dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so 10, I mean, they're not facing prison time. But they're, still, they're, I mean, five million dollars is nothing to sneeze. It's at. something to sneeze at, but it's yeah. still. It's still like I I don't know to me like they, you just declare bankruptcy, just move declare, to a different yeah. state. That's what I did. Do you, <laughs> Walter, do you, do you think that prison time at some point will be so? I, I guess to me this is this is the ramp up. This this is this is evidence that the digital world is becoming as important as the real uh, because there's real money in it. There's real people's livelihoods. There's real people's information. Do you foresee a future in which? Uh, Maybe not data theft. I, I definitely think data theft should lead to prison. Probably should, already should have in yeah. a number of situations. I think but, it probably already has. But yeah. just cheating. Cheating in an entertainment product that, uh, that destroys the experience of others. Do you think that will ever lead to hard time? I'm trying to think of like a real world comparable situation. Yeah. Did you ever download a car? <laughs> well, uh, doping. I mean, uh, the Russians got kicked out of the Olympics. Yeah, sort of. yeah, you get penalized in some way, but you're not. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's just like you well, get disgraced. The, the only analogy so. I can think of is like bootlegging a movie. Where do you go to jail for that, or is only fines? Well, he said Great. you wouldn't download a car. You wouldn't download a car, but do they? I don't think they send you to jail. I, I think it's just fines. 
pretty sure it's just civil suits. Yeah. So, I just I'm looking forward to the that. day when uh, a Ready Player One scenario, when everyone's so obsessed with online entertainment that any disruption of it communally, the society sees it as yeah. as serious an infraction as theft. Yeah, like if you're putting weights on the front of your bobsled, you know, you're not gonna go to jail, but you're gonna be disgraced in the bobsledding community. Yeah, you're gonna get kicked out of that bobsledding community. Yeah. I just think the difference here is that so these, John Candy, cool I think I think the thing that raises the question most importantly is that these games are economies. They're building economies. Yeah. And yeah. so if we get to a point where something like Fortnite is has a GDP, right? You know, like yeah. then it's oh, that causes a lot of instability, and thus with instability, um, the punishment becomes more and more severe. Yeah. So I think it's you shouldn't rule it out, but it's it's an interesting case. Well, I I guess for the way I see it is, I I'm waiting waiting for the mob. So so think about it this way, and and nobody does yet, thankfully. But I think it'll get there at some point where you pay your money. You put in your time uh, in a game or whatever. And if somebody's cheating in that, they're ruining your experience and they are then they are then sidetracking uh, an entertainment experience that you paid for, that you were promised to have by the even though but it's like online interactions not rated. I was I was gonna say it doesn't it doesn't really there's no guarantee of enjoyment. That's that's not ever been part of entertainment products at all. It's true. Yeah, people right. people pay a lot of money to go to Disneyland and wait in line all day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't guarantee you a spot at the front of Space Mountain. I paid however much money for Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and then I go online and get my ass kicked and feel really sad. And that's not that's not Bandai Namco's fault. Yeah, you know, they would say that was your fault. It's not, it's not, and it's also not the better player's fault either. It's just I wanted a certain experience, but since games are so massive and have so many variables now, there's no way to guarantee that you're going to get that experience. True. So I don't think you should be held accountable for that, for for hacking into a game and just ruining someone's day. I don't think I don't think you should be punished with jail time for something like that. After after Lawrence's ad read, let me tell you, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Bruce Bruce has been on the other side, but <laughs> yeah. thank you. Uh, well, we've been talking a lot about cheating, but there's a there's a right and a wrong way to do it. Bruce is already onto it. You should be a gentleman thief, <laughs> and the only way to be a gentleman thief is to wear a very fine tuxedo while you're sitting at your computer loading up those aim hacks and Counter Strike. You can do that without a lot of cost, thanks to Blue Apron. Uh, I've used their services both professionally and personally. Wow. Yeah, this, yeah, this so this a, was at the uh, spring break. That's right, Lawrence looked great. You'll, here's a little, here's a little uh, Easter egg. When I put this on, I went into the bathroom downstairs, locked myself in and put uh, Yellow's Oh Yeah on repeat so that I could listen to it while I was strapping this bad boy on. And I've never felt more suave, more accomplished, more debonair in my life. You look like a Hugh Hefner. Thank you. But alive. Uh, <laughs> Mostly alive. You look young and virile. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, one of the interesting things about uh, black tuxes is they don't only have black tuxes. So I got a, I got a red velvet suit with long tails uh, to, to complement my look. Uh, it, whether I mean, we're coming up on graduation season. If you want to make a splash, that's one way to do it. Mm, you're right. Um, you want to look good for your mom. Mother's Day's coming up too. She'd be so proud to see her son or daughter in a sharp tux for no reason, really. Well, promposals are really popular now. That's that true. means you not only need you now you need two good looks, two tuxes, yeah. one for the promposal and one for the prom. So you want to make sure you can get something that looks good but isn't going to break the bank. Being a sixteen-year-old boy is hard. It's tough. <laughs> Hold up, did I say? Never mind. I'll get to it in a minute. It, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Shit, check. Help me out. Sorry about that. Been a, been a hectic day. Black tux. It's 
a different color, you see. Mm -hmm. uh, they also have a free at home try on. That was so close. <laughs> <laughs> you had the sign already? Oh, it's fine. Everything's fine. They'll figure it out. Yeah, you can try it on at home. If it doesn't fit or you just don't like it, you can send it back and exchange it. Uh, returns, shipping is free both ways. So they send you a box with everything in it. Take everything out, put it all back in, tape it up, and send it back. You just drop it off at a, I think it's FedEx. Uh, but shipping is prepaid, so you just, it's actually pretty cool. The shipping label, you just tear it off and then the return label's underneath. And you can get $20 off your purchase by going to theblacktux.com slash soup. So that's blacktux.com slash soup for $20 off your tuxedo rental by mail. Try it today. Much like the Europeans do it online. Smarter that way. And then if they operate in Europe, they'll have to delete your information if you ask them to. Or lose all that sweet tux money. But yeah, Bruce, you, uh, you dabbled. Oh, I dabbled. You dabbled in the devil's game. This is long, like years and years ago, long before uh, CSGO competitive, or even CSGO for that matter. And it was so much fun. Cheating in a video game where, you, where other people are not cheating was some of the most fun I've ever had playing in a game. Because, well, I know, right? But listen, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, you didn't feel empty inside or anything? What are you, crazy? No, these are just random Counter-Strike servers where nothing was at stake. So like, it's not like Overwatch competitive or even Overwatch quick play. It was just nothing. You could join in and then if people wanted to leave, they could leave. What compelled you to do it? What was the instigating thing? Uh, because I got hacked a number of times. Oh. So there were, there were thousands of hate other hackers. It gets hate. That, that thousand, well, it's great, though. See, that's the thing. It made the game more fun. Because then what happens at Counter-Strike, you'd have a server full of cheaters. And then everybody was cheating, and you'd see which cheat was better. Oh, man, it was so much fun. Um, yeah, what, this, what kind of cheats? were the cheats that you utilized. The stuff that, that Lawrence is going to show. Yeah. So there'd be auto-aim like auto on, on heads. Already frustrating. And there were also lots of times where basically oh you gosh. just you just fire your gun at the very beginning of a match and a bullet would zoom through walls and hit someone in the head. <laughs> they'd just die right away. Oh, they're French. Um, and it ended up being the, the fact that like, after a while, you knew that you had the you had these cheats and you had them ready, but you wouldn't use them. You want to play Counter-Strike normally, right? But then if somebody had turned on their cheats in the server, then you'd become the Robin Hood, and you'd turn on your cheats and end their game because your cheats were better. It was so much fun. Man, it was fun. And then you got back banned. What? And then you got banned. Well, I got back banned because someone else played on my account with other cheats on CSGO Competitive. Oh, I know. Dixie, but that's the problem. You had this tool, you knew how to use the tool effectively, for but it fell for into the wrong hands. It, well, and, and that's, that's actually the, that's the thing that I'm sort of getting at is like now, no, I would never do this because basically it ends up being, it's a full spin hack. It's a full ban. Yeah, spin hack's awesome. Um, what is spin hack? Spin hack I think a spin hack is like when you would spin and fire, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like bullets would just fly just out of you. Spray and, and everybody goes everybody down. Um, but now, like you, you'd be crazy to hack because when you do it, you're banned forever. Like you're banned. Like from Fortnite, once they find you, your your IP is typically banned as well. Yeah. So you can't play from your home computer. Even fuck is that? Um, Oh man, he was, he was stabbing <laughs> him from the other side so of the map. Fun. This is even one six. It's, I, it's so much fun. So I get the carnival aspect of it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know. So this this stuff is ridiculous. <laughs> watch, 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 watch. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the other side, you see all the chat blow up. You're like, wait, 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 how the dick how did you get through so fast? <laughs> how did you get me with the hand so fast? It was oh, so great. I've uh, what I find super fascinating about it is uh, so th this is pretty old school shit. Uh, it's sink through walls. It's the cursor that locks right onto the head, and yep. the bullet goes right there. Yep. Uh, what I find amazing is that is that cheat tools are getting really 
really like nuanced. They are. They're yeah. putting machine learning in them to make a hack look like someone aiming. Yeah. So they'll they'll bake in like fake shots and there'll be like you can basically hold a button and it'll drag your cursor towards somebody's head, but not lock it on because that's really obvious. So it's it's amazing to me to see this cat and mouse between cheats that are by the math obvious to see, by the eye easy to see, and then the ones that just sort of give you a little nudge. That, like streamers can sometimes use and stuff like that. Well, they'll also go so far as to ban, uh, basically, if you're playing with a cheater and they're your friend, so you ended up, let's say you oh. paired up with somebody that's your friend in Fortnite and they're cheating, they'll ban you. What? Why? Because, because they assume that you knew. You're com complicit. You're complicit, exactly. So they assume that you knew you're an accomplice, basically. Yeah. Um, and, they'll, and they'll do that. Society demands that you hold your neighbors accountable for their actions. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's what they do. That's the, and I'll occasionally just go online and look just to see, because I'm always like, well, maybe, maybe the hacking community is dying. It never is. No, of course it's not. always it's yeah. exploding. That's yeah. like an alcoholic taking a sip. Yeah. Well, I didn't download. No, no, I didn't download a hack or ever inject one. No way. Um, I would never do that because, again, you, that's a full ban. That's a that's a like a ban forever. Um, but I just I'm just curious just to see just to see what they're doing. It's great. It's gonna fall off the wagon. I might, I might do it tonight. <laughs> what? No. I might do it tonight. You got the taste. You Freeze got the taste. No. It's so much fun. So, <laughs> it, it, it is so easy when somebody when somebody's doing like dumbass crap in a game, to to call them a cheater. But sometimes I wonder because I used to play a lot of Counter Strike, and the frustrating thing about that game is since like bullet bullet spread is kind of random, some dude can like do a jump crouch shot and just zap you in the head. That people can do that mm -hmm. sometimes. And that's kind of what made me fall out of the game, to be to be honest, is I couldn't tell anymore when somebody was cheating or not. Are they good or are they just cheating? And then I, if I didn't have that player feedback where I could know if somebody was actually being better than me or just being an asshole, yeah. I just didn't want to didn't want to play anymore. I don't know. There there are other games where I can, like GTA Online, kind of easy to tell when people are cheating. Yeah. Kind of easy, yeah, really easy. So I, I uh, yeah. they're teleporting everywhere and they never and a die. UFO comes out from the sky. <laughs> if all these other games are banning players and stuff, why is GTA still so prevalent? I have theories. Okay. I would I would venture that th this is my own personal like off the top of the head type thing. Cheating is only important when it starts to hurt your bottom line um, to a company. If if they're if we're in capitalist capitalist society or whatever. So in the Counter-Strike scene, it's bad because it made players like me fall out. But cheating in GTA Online is kind of funny. And you can just sort of go to a new a new Unless uh, you drop session. money. Unless you go into a session and then you start dropping money. Yeah. We've, we've spent we've, hundreds of dollars. We've, well, yeah, but that's generating what, that's money. That's what we've heard, too. Mm. Adam, I think, has spoken to Rockstar. And they're, they're like, yes, we, don't, we do not like when people cheat. We really don't like when people cheat and are dropping money. Yeah. And like, here's here's ten million dollars, and then everyone on the server gets ten million dollars. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's their business model. Right, totally that's subverts the business their model for the service. So uh, well, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah, yeah, but you're right about GTA. Well, GTA also again, there's nothing at stake. So like, you, other than like, you could just join a new server. It's like ah, this guy's hacking, you leave, and you go join a new server. Overwatch competitive, CS:GO competitive, you can't do that. Yeah. You're locked into this this round with this person who's hacking, and that's it. That's a loss for you. Mario Kart Wii, 
You try to get a new server. There's so much, so much at stake. I, uh, I was totally unaware that oh, yeah? you, can, yeah. you can fucking hack Mario Kart. Oh man, it was crazy for a while. People, Who would do people, that? People uh, would get like just nonstop stars yeah, and they just infinite did, they mushrooms. Did, they did, and then they they turn around, they come back, and they, they just, like you. you'd be in last place, and they were just that'd be so frustrating. You and again, you, again and again and you again. You try to get into a new game, but then you get placed with them again. It was the worst, you worst can, time of my life. You can hack any game, any game. I just Mario Kart. The game, the, the game that on Wii, the game that by definition tries to tell you, a good chunk of this game is random. Like skill is a factor for sure. But if if somebody just butt fucks you with like a red shell, a star, a lightning bolt, you're gonna lose. And that that's just the mechanic of the game. But the hackers never tried to win. They just fuck with you. Like they would just oh. fuck with you for two laps. Okay. And then at, maybe at the very last second, then they just speed past everybody and then do three laps while you guys are finishing your last half lap as they kept hitting you with lightning bolts and then they would go for It wasn't about showing that they were better than anyone. They just liked fucking with people. Yeah. That's the thing that, you know what? Yeah, that's the thing that I routinely uh, don't think about is it's, that is the game for some people. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a sociological experiment as opposed to. That's what I was just describing. For Bruce, yeah, 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 you're that's what you, right. Like, like I said, once you get a taste of it, you'll realize why it's fun. Mm. And, and because. It's like they, smoking. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like smoking. <laughs> um, it's basically like the, where you're not playing the game anymore, you're playing the game to fuck with people. Like you're you're just you're just fucking with people, and that's your game. So you could do that in any game, yeah. Mario Kart, Wii, or Halo, or whatever else. Um, and I mean, like occasionally, if they did it right, the people on the server were also having fun watching this person teleport around, shooting people in the head, because it's it can be fun if you're not worried about the video game, if you're not worried about the competitive aspects of the game. And that's why GTA Online, you're not really worried about competitive aspects of that game. Yeah. yeah. If so. if someone hacked huh. you and took all your money though, that would be, oh my gosh, that I'd would be, be horrific. Yeah, I would like be I mean, we get pissed because we have to play it for our jobs, and when someone is hacking us yeah. and it ruins it, that's that's our time, right. which does translate to money. Yeah. So like, that hurts us. If someone is like, oh, I just love this game and I've spent years playing this game and I've amassed this fortune, and then someone hacks your game and then just like, gets rid of all of your bank account. God, or whatever, stop, and then you'd right? be like, yeah, you'd be like, okay, I'm done, I guess. Yeah, well, that's, you know? that's what happens in MMOs and like Fortnite. They want to get in there so they can liquefy your assets, basically. Hmm. And there was a lot of World of Warcraft account theft, where all they would do is just sell everything in your account, transfer the gold to another account, and then walk away. Because <sighs> they were just selling gold, and that was an easy way to get it, somebody with a weak password. Uh, so there's kind of some interesting stuff going on in chat here. Uh, ZMRD says, not gonna lie, modded Xbox controller with the Fal and Dual M9s on Modern Warfare 2. I know what Bruce means. There you go, dog. Yeah. Everyone, see, I'm telling you, cheats are rampant. They are rampant, and a lot of people do them. It's like STDs in an old folks' home. And, <laughs> and they're, not, they're not always like the aimbot that you can see, where it's like a headshot every time. Some people only hack with walls. And then they're basically walking around, they can see where everybody is, but that doesn't mean that their, gun, their shots will be perfect every time, mm -hmm. so they, they might die. But they still got that wall hack turned That's, on. Yeah, that infuriates That's me. That works for you. <laughs> really, uh, it is. It's like. <laughs> well, I like the idea of being like. I mean, I I don't really cheat. I just make the walls invisible. A lot of people do that. I know, yeah, because that's how human beings justify their own shitty actions. Right, and so for me, it was always like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna turn everything on. Yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna do like I'm gonna do it all. Make it make it absurd that I'm hacking. Obviously, I'm hacking. Right. Uh, Mary Otter writes, I work, a, I work player support at a game company and the reasons kids give us for botting and hacking is ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, I, one of my favorite things to do on the internet is whenever somebody who works in customer support like posts the chat log 
And then the evidence of somebody saying, I didn't do that. And it's like, no, we have it right here. Yeah. Well, and then, yeah, the ongoing discussion of, yeah, it's, it's when the walls crash down of somebody that told themselves they weren't cheating or doing anything wrong, then they're faced with this impaired, no, you did, you cheated. Well, I also think that I would say 90, 99% of the time, if you ask someone why they cheated, it would be similar to Bruce's. Someone oh. cheated me first. Oh, oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. But they're still, they're still, then you cheat, and then you can, someone else, che- you played with how, countless number of people, they're like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna cheat, and then it just becomes this, yeah, a cheat for this, a cheat. this Yggdrasil yeah. tree of life <laughs> of cheaters. Yeah, it's know? just like human nature yeah. and Thanos's to justify whatever the means to the ends in your actions are. Well, the, the worst part yeah. about what you're describing is that like, let's say we all decide, you know what, none of us will cheat, we'll never cheat again. One dude out there that we don't control, obviously, everybody's got free will. They decide they're gonna cheat. And then that spawns another person to cheat, yeah. another person to cheat. Fact of the matter is they'll never eliminate cheating ever. That's just, it'll always be part of video games that you play. Yeah. That's just what, that's that's the world we live in now. Yes. For our, um, yeah. For, for our purposes, like, cheating, griefing is really frustrating when you're trying to record a piece of content. Of course. And you need it to, to be able to play in a certain way so you can get the video you need. I saw recently Achievement Hunter, they were all, a bunch of them were tweeting, Michael tweeting, because there was somebody that just would not leave their game. Yeah. was oh, griefing yeah. them, and they're like, we just, we need to record this video, and you won't leave. And it's yeah. nothing against that person, it's just, we need to do this. Yeah, yeah. we're the outliers. Yeah. Like, we, you know, that's, that's very rare. Our time is money. We're the Your victims. time is literally worthless. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, it's a... Uh, it's weird because it's like, on the one hand, you accept the fact that you're going to get cheated. And it's like, well, do you, do you want to take action and also cheat? Do you want to join the, be- the, the dark side? Bully hunters. He did. Oh, I mean, that's, that's I, I mean, I did. That's the, but, I, but never competitive. Never was anything at oh, stake. Oh, okay. Except never when that was your friend See, that's just a clarification. That's just a line you've drawn for yourself. Absolutely. Because to I'm, delineate you from the bad ones. No, not at all. I'm, I'm saying I would, never, I would never fuck up somebody else's competitive game. Yeah, ever. I know. But that's fine. That's a fine I, I would, I would only I would only do it to have fun. Do people cheat in Overwatch a lot? They're Overwatch cheats. I mean, there are numbers. I'm sure there seen, are. Seen, I don't know that I have. Have you guys ever thought about that it that much? I've seen way more in GTA than I've ever seen in Overwatch. I've never thought about it. I, I, I winning in that way wouldn't. It's not so gratifying, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Well. Oh no, yeah. For a lot of people, it is. There, there are a lot yeah. of people that. I mean, like, I, I knew people that did that, did that stuff. There are, there are times in like quick play when, when somebody's just being a dickwad. Uh, sometimes I would like to, to to get the hand of God and ruin their day a little bit. Yeah. Um, I would I would like that. I wa- having that power of subjugation would be great to just like fuck with somebody because they were being an asshole. Um, but no, I probably wouldn't do that in comp. If people leaving comp matches is what infuriates me, and I think I would like to reach out to them and hurt them in some way, <laughs> some, something minor, not physical. I, was, but, I just want them to come back into the game and play. Oh, I would love that too, but no, when it's when it's obvious that like the match isn't going well and somebody just bails, yeah. it's like, dude, at least take your licks, man. Stay in. Stay in with us. Shit, we can at least learn something from this, but no, you're just going to bail out and fine, fuck you. I, I hope that, I, just, I want a little, just like a little zap of electricity to just go right into your dick tip, <laughs> assuming it's a, it's a man. Uh, speaking of uh, dick tips, your mom uh, had to endure one to bring you into this world. Endure one? Yep. And that means you should buy her flowers. 100 flowers to be exact. Thanks, Omar, for this wonderful bouquet. <laughs> That's not 100 flowers. Uh, see, I thought about counting it, uh, but I- Here. 
All right, Bruce is going to get no on. No way. That. Just look at the stems. There's no way there's a hundred. Right. <laughs> it's a safe bet. Okay. Well, hey, this is this is the copy that Pro Flowers sent to me, and uh, I'm not going to call him a liar. But if you want to, that's your business. Uh, Pro Flowers is sponsoring this podcast, and they would like you to know that Mother's Day is coming right up. Uh, let's see here. What day is it again, Bruce? You knew May thirteenth. May thirteenth. Please make arrangements. Your dear sweet mother deserves something. Uh, whether it be a delicious treat, we'll hear about later, or a wonderful bouquet of flowers, perhaps both. Uh, doesn't they say? Don't you, doesn't your mom deserve more than one day of delightful flowers? Maybe even seven. Uh, they they claim that these flowers last a week, and they do actually. This got sent to us last Wednesday. I trimmed the stems. I put he's he's kind of like Algernon over here. <laughs> <laughs> flowers, nice. Uh, so yeah, I trimmed the stems. I, I changed out the water a couple of times, and they look. Great. I, I was a little bummed because like they're going to be all wilty and gross by the time the podcast rolls around. Nothing doing. They are as evergreen as your mother's love for you. Uh, and you deserve, because of that, because of the nonstop love your mother has showered upon you. He's nodding. Pretty sure there's 100 flowers. 100 flowers. I'm pretty sure. 100 blooms. 100 okay. blooms. 100 yeah, Because each stem splits that, into... So that I is what they say. I counted each flower. Mm. Each flower. The, the, the claim is 100 colorful blooms... With a free glass vase, you can also upgrade that for like five more bucks to a to something with a nice little color on it. Get a little a little pattern in there. But yeah, this, this old girl comes with it for free. I think there's more than 100. 20, 25 stems in there. I think there's more than 100. Four or five flowers per stem. That's a solid deal. Yeah. For just $19.99 plus shipping and handling. Mm-hmm. Provided you use our promo code. And our promo code actually makes it half price. I was checking on the website. So uh, it's, uh, you just go to, uh, go to... Sorry, Pro I lost flowers, my place. Click the, bl- click the microphone. He's got it. Use code. Dude soup. Dude soup. So yeah, proflowers.com. P-R-O-F-L-O-W-E-R-S.com. There's a blue microphone in the upper right. Click that. Type in dude soup. It'll take you right to this product. And uh, you, should, you should get it. It's pretty. Yeah, they're um, pretty. Is it safe to assume most mothers would like flowers? Yes. Yeah. From, their, from their children, because it doesn't matter if they like flowers or not, if they were thought of by their ch- child and their yes. child is expressing gratefulness I would agree. for yeah. their mother. Really a flower person. You know, I like plants yeah. more than I like flowers, but, but if, I do really like these flowers. Well, I was going to say, if Benson got you flowers, you'd be like, oh, oh my god, Benson. And he showed up with like a little flower by his ear that he, and he kind of like, see, that's the point. It doesn't matter if you like flowers or not. As a parent or a caregiver receiving flowers. And Pro Flowers has more than just flowers. They've got all kinds of uh, plants and arrangements, so you should go check it out. Proflowers.com. Click that blue microphone. Put in dude soup and 100 colorful blooms for $19.99. Thank you for the sponsorship, Proflowers. Maybe you were uh, raised by a single dad. Sure, he'd get, he'd like, maybe, he, you know, he, did, he did double, yeah, but he did double duty. I think you get him, you get him something on. You get him, you, not 100. That's 20, 20, 30 flowers, I think that's the okay. sweetest thing. Like if you were raised by a single dad, and then on Mother's Day you got oh, your really single nice. dad something too, because he did he did it what all. What about adopted dad? What if? Okay, here's an idea, folks. Here's what I'm <laughs> suggesting to all of you. All right. All right. Step parents, or anything like that. You got a step parent. You love this parent. They took care of you. Yeah. Not even it's not even their genetic material. And they said, Yeah, I'll take care of this. You get them the pro flowers. Okay. And then you get the adoption paper that says you want to be adopted. You stick it to the vase. You film it. You send it to me so that you can cry. So I can cry yeah. because these are the best. These are the best moments. It's ASMR stepdad. Oh yeah, I saw this. The Fritos bag opening. 
Uh, oh, somebody, somebody is lighting us up. Chrissy Lad says, get your mom dick pills from our other sponsor. They're not sponsoring today, but that is, a, <laughs> that is an interesting point. Uh, so on the subject of cheating, it was a really interesting, oh, look at that. Savage, Savage Garden. Garden showing up in my next playlist. That's weird. It's not like I've been watching that video a lot lately. Uh, that's a good video. So there's a, there was this article on BBC. Uh, it's about, provided it loads. So yeah, the YouTube star is being paid to sell cheating. Uh, let me read some excerpts from the article here. More than 250 channels are promoting EduBirdie, based in Ukraine, which allows students to uh, buy essays rather than doing the work themselves. YouTube said it would help creators understand they cannot promote dishonest behavior. It's an that? interesting line. Yeah, what does that mean? It means that they can't, they can't, there's no, nothing in the terms of service, I think, that means YouTube can crack down oh, on Oh yeah, that. that's true. Uh, the BBC trending investigation uncovered more than 1,400 videos with a total of more than 700 million views containing EduBirdie adverts selling cheating to students and school pupils. Popular YouTubers, some as young as 12, are being paid to personally endorse the service. Oh, <laughs> this is pretty fucking it's, awesome. He is learning addition. Who needs old Right. Uh, in some of the videos, YouTubers say if you cannot be bothered to do the work, EduBirdie has a quote, super smart nerd who will do it for you. <laughs> The adverts appear in videos on YouTube channels range, covering a range of subjects, including pranks, of course, dating, of course, gaming, of course, music and fashion. Uh, they include several stars such as Adam Saleh, whose uh, channel has 4 million subscribers, and British gamer JMX, who has 2.5 million subscribers. Following the BBC's investigation, both have now removed videos with EduBirdie adverts from YouTube. The BBC also approached the mother of one 12-year-old who had promoted the company to his 200,000 followers. She also took her advert down. That 12-year-old has 200,000 subscribers? How much do you think you got for that can ad? Get him? Think we can get him? At least $5,000. It's ironic that he's making money in that ad read to pay for his college, which he's not going to have to write any papers at. And he's not going to go to. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so, I think this is interesting. Uh, James, James actually brought it up uh, previously, but given that we, we were called out by our audience a little bit for, uh, I guess, shoving handfuls of pills into to four-year-olds. That's what we were doing. Yeah, we went to the, we went to the, actually went to the playground. I made sure that they took said, pills. Hey, Don't diminish their perspective. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't. didn't. I was yeah, in there commenting. With, I was right, there, right, right, debating right. with the best of them in there. Yeah, no, yeah, Bruce, Bruce was in the trenches there. Uh, yeah, I guess before, before I sound like I'm being a, far too snarky, I 100% understand and even agree with uh, the people who express concern over the process. However, having used the process myself and having gone to American doctors, doesn't seem that bad to me. Although I feel like, uh, and this, this is the interesting conversation I think, I feel like similar arguments could be made for this. If you're a student and you're like, why do I have to write about the fucking Panama Canal? Why do I have to waste my time doing this crap I'll never do again? One could make the argument, hey, it's a free economy. Uh, and, and all of these essays are like written uh, specifically for the client, so they won't show up. In, there's a lot of software that will scan for like yeah. passages and places. Yeah, like my last year of university, there, I think there was a professor that had that software that could scan for plagiarism. Really? So it would give you a percentage of your paper that maybe matched outside sources. Wow. So it would usually come up with something because it's just picking out keywords. It's an algorithm. Yeah. But then, you know, they would kind of grade that on a certain percentage. Sorry to cut you off, it's, Lawrence. No, it's okay. it's so weird. It's That stuff is so weird to me that, like, scanning papers thing because at least in American schools, they teach you like, this is way to write essay. Yeah. Introduction, supporting arguments, conclusion. And it's like, they teach you the language. And I don't know anyone that's like under the age of 
24 that has a compelling voice in educational essays. Yeah. Like, they don't, they don't, they're I really found my writing voice when I'm talking about pre-1600s uh, Earth history or whatever, <laughs> like, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. So it's weird to think because everyone teaches you this is the way to write an essay and then they have a software that scans. I wouldn't be surprised if people are like, I didn't cheat. I just am shitty at writing essays. <laughs> well, no, I think it's just it's just looking for, you know, maybe you have a paragraph that is directly copied yeah, yeah. from something and that software would pick that up. Mm-hmm. But I think it, that was like a, a first line of defense for your professor where they're grading 200 papers, oh, so yeah. they're going to run them all through oh, here. Course, yeah. And then there might be a couple that raise the alarm, but then they're not going to they're not going to go beyond addressing those other, they know everything else is legit. I mean, the thing is, like, when you think about it, it's, it's not illegal to buy it's true. a paper. Yeah. It really falls down to your school, whatever their policies are. And I would be hard-pressed to find any educational institution that would say, yes, this is okay. Um, it also, it creates, I mean, the thing is, it. it I mean, I, I personally think, I think it's, not, I mean, it's not plagiarism because it's not direct copying, but I think it's very unethical to pay for and submit a paper that is not yours that you did not right. write. I, th- I feel like that's indisputable. I think it also creates major disparity between students that can afford that mm, and can't. That's a good point. Um, that's something that I would never... I, like, I, if, they, if we were approached with a sponsorship like this... I would I don't know that I would anybody would, it. would agree that this was ethical. I don't know that there's any ethics involved I mean, in this at all. I, I, some people, I think, would say, like, oh, there are ghostwriters. There are ghostwriters out there. Is that, I mean, Somebody would make some shoddy argument about something like that. It seems like a waste. I mean, I know this aren't specifically for university papers or college papers, but, like, the whole point of paying all that money to go there. Oh, yeah. So that way you can learn and improve yourself. I know you don't understand that at the time. No well, one, no well, one, or, yeah. you, or you don't care about no it. No one fully comprehends that. As society kind of pushes most people in a certain direction and it involves college and stuff. But, man, what a fucking waste. You're paying right. more money to have a less valuable experience for the intention of the thing that you're going to. When I was in college, I mean, there were lots of times where I would write a paper that was kind of ripped straight out of another article. Like, I'd be like, because there would be like, teachers say, go read this article and write a paper on the article. Yeah. We would all do that. I'm pretty sure it was basically we were all writing the same paper. And then they would turn it in and we'd all get like B minuses. And so, and this is in one class that I knew I'd never take again. Like, you know, like French literature of the 1700s. I knew that I would never touch it again. And everybody else knew that. And in college, you knew that. But it still felt weird to cheat on that kind of stuff. And I guess... I guess if you really think ahead, uh, I mean, at that point, do you? You'll never need it again. Yeah, that so one why, paper. Yeah, so is who not cares? Gonna... So it's supposed to teach you the process. It totally of learning. is. Yes, yeah. yes, not necessarily well, to make you learn that. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to teach you like independent critical thinking and being being able to be analytical and put that on a page right. and present that, you know, your thoughts. But like, I think a lot of people would say like, well, when you're applying for a job. Nobody's looking at your GPA. Nobody's looking, they're looking look. at your resume and your cover letter, though. They so, are. So if you can write one of those credibly... Well, that's well, the problem. Yeah. I've seen a lot of garbage writing. If yeah. you have a 4.0 on your resume because you bought all of your papers in college, are you essentially scamming the mm. employer for employment? I mean, this yeah. is a different discussion. Yes. You probably want to discuss yeah. whether or not it was abhorrent for these people to... I'm no, I'm. I guess I'm more in the in the in the, the the vein that there are a lot of skills that people think are irrelevant, and they are not. 
Oh yeah. The ability to write legibly and convey meaning with written word is still important. It's very important. And I've, in the professional world. Now. Yeah, we got them. Who cares? <laughs> That's a, I, I've interacted with a lot of people who either don't or refuse to accept or understand that. I'm like, I got emojis, I got texts, I can talk with my friends. And it never occurs to them that professional talk is different when you have to say something and say it right and say it well. Uh, and it, and it's, not, it's not an art thing. It's not like, oh, I made an eloquent point. It's, no, you have, to, you have to understand what people need and give it to them in a clear and concise way. I'm going to blow your mind right now. President Trump is one of the worst public speakers in the history of politics, it, maybe right. of all time. Yeah, Trump's election really threw off a lot of things I'd like to believe about our world. <laughs> a counterpoint to that, and not Trump related, but Jeff Bezos related. I just read something about how he runs all of his meetings and stuff like that on Amazon. And he has, whoever's going to run the meeting, write basically a 30-minute paper, uh, a memorandum that everybody reads before the start of the meeting. So they sit, so this person writes down whatever it is, a memo of uh, what they're going to cover in the meeting, but it's a very, very long paper. It's an essay. And they all read it, they absorb it, and then they meet at it, um, which is pretty different from most meetings that we go to. Typically, it's usually someone's got a PowerPoint or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah, apparently, yeah. Jeff Bezos hates PowerPoint. Um, and that's, this is something to your argument, which is like you need to learn how to write. Well, yeah. Because it's very important. I'm uh, just saying, in Trump is cultures. the exception. Definitely, yes, 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 absolutely. <laughs> um, but still. Yeah. Kind of sends a message that maybe you don't need to worry too much about how articulate, articulate yeah. you are. I guess <laughs> articulate. Articulate. For me, I always, I don't know where this came from, and I wish I could find out. Maybe, maybe it was just parenting, but I was always convinced of the virtue of taking the harder path. Sure, yeah. For no other reason than to take it, because you learn more that Builds way. Builds character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a bunch of platitudes that basically say why it's better. I don't know that I could summarize it in like a real world way. Well, at least just that it builds character. Like I, yeah, but what does that mean? Unless you're, unless you're just doing it. To Sorry, Lisa. No, no. No, I, I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm offering as, as uh, I'm offering similar justifications. I often it doesn't do me any favors to, to intentionally make things harder on myself. Well, it should, like James said earlier, teach you how to do that, so that you can so you can take your lumps and learn how to take your lumps. But some people just make their lives more difficult. Yes. I think it's not because they're trying to learn. Something. The beauty of learning is sometimes you don't realize you're learning while you're Whoa. learning as well. That's like Whoa. watching a Pixar film. Um, yeah. <laughs> so well, it was human all along. <laughs> while you may think writing that essay, um, you know, you boil it down to some reductivist viewpoint where you're like, ah, oh, I just have to write this paper just so I can submit it, and I'm not, I'm not going to do French history ever again. Yeah. But it's it's something that stays with you and, and it does develop something, however small, however unnoticeable. Yeah. I just, uh, my, and this is different for everybody, my hope is always that whatever I put out there is, is at least a reflection of me in some capacity. Hmm. Not when you're acting or performing a role or something, but like, it's me. And I think if you just buy a paper, unless it says at the top, I was smart enough to buy this paper, you're not conveying you to anyone. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I think, also a, a weird, invisible shortcoming of the process. No one knows what you think or who you are or how you write. Mm -hmm. They just know what, that you just know that you bought it. Now, if you're willing to declare that you bought it, at least I got something about you. <laughs> you are the kind of person who would buy a paper instead of writing it yourself. At, at its base, it's deceptive. Yeah. It is deceptive to buy a paper and say, I wrote this paper even oh, though you didn't. I mean, it, it is the definition of plagiarism, passing off somebody else's work as your own. Well, and that's, and that's the, I think what we're getting at uh, is that if you don't want to be deceptive in things that will, like, like school, 
will probably matter. Maybe it depends on the professors and the friends that you make along the way, et cetera, et cetera. But like the real college was the friends we made along the way. The, the more you do it, uh, and the more deceptive you show your friends and professors that you are, the less they find out the real you, or they yeah. do find out the real you. It's that you're deceptive, and you're the Joker. Maybe you don't even know the real you because <laughs> you leave your calling card with every your yeah. with every uh, <laughs> staple to every. Except it's not your calling card; it's someone else's. You just yeah, downloaded it. Ukraine. Um. Nope, Ukraine. I put an article in front of it. Sorry, Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine, not Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. Ukraine. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I can make up for it though by treating my mother right this Mother's Day. Sherry's Berries sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, yeah they come. Them them the... These are fresh. All right, here they come. Not... Yes. Here we here we go. Go. Dog. I've been waiting, oh, for, wow. I'm waiting for this ad read all show. I'm like, why are we getting? You don't have napkins. Here they go. Yeah, they're going to be crumbly. They are. I'm going to eat over the box. So Sherry's berries are delicious. It's a it's an annual tradition at the Funhouse office that uh, we put them in the fridge and then some gremlin keeps ro- More running by. More at this point. <laughs> they we just keep, keep selling ads, not because they pay us, but because oh, they keep man. sending berries. Yeah, they're actually they're delicious. And who, I mean, it, it, you guys were talking before. Uh, if if you have a parent that has expressed like flowers aren't my thing, who doesn't like chocolate covered berries? I sent some berries for Christmas. A monster. I loved it. Uh, we have a special. Yes. Oh, look at that! Oh, 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 napkins. Damn, dude. Oh, we can finally clean up all the little uh, <laughs> banana Bananas. ribbons. Banana bits. Uh, well, that's I, tiny. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't need ASMR chewing in the in the mic right now. <laughs> you guys can go I fucking hog wild though. Fit this hole in my mouth. Smack your li- ma- smack your lips as hard as you can if you could. Mother's oh, Day is May thirteenth. <laughs> And uh, we are offering this box for $19.99, uh, plus shipping and handling. Or you can double the berries for just ten more dollars if you go to uh, Sherry's or sorry, berries.com. Same as uh, the previous read. Just click the microphone. It's an orange microphone in the upper right. Use our code Dude Soup. Uh, yeah, fresh. Oh, I love I love the ad copy. I usually don't read it verbatim, but I will now because they have phrases that I enjoy. Uh, fresh, juicy strawberries dipped in milk, dark and white chocolatey goodness. Then topped with rich chocolate chips, chopped nuts, and signature swizzles. Mm. I'll never get tired of saying that. Uh, they also have cake pops, strawberry cheesecake bites, and artisan chocolate truffles. Uh, artisanal chocolate truffles, excuse me. Uh, so there's a variety of classy eats for the uh, the mother in your life, the father in your life, the step mom, the uncle, the pack of wolves that raised you. <laughs> They all deserve something nice this Mother's Day, so please go to berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click the mic in the uh, upper right corner, use our code DUDESOUP to unlock this deal, and uh, you will you will have a happy parent. Uh, I think I'm gonna double up this year, I'm gonna get both. Uh, last year I've, I've used uh, previous sponsorships to, like you said, to uh, celebrate my parents. I think I think I've achieved a station in life where I can, I can give them both barrels now. Nice. Yeah. It feels good. Berries and flowers? Yeah. Wow. I know. It doesn't seem bad, right? What's the downside? There is no downside. Easy money. So uh, that's berries.com, code DUDESOUP. Thanks for the sponsorship. Thank you for the berries. I love I love every time a gift-giving holiday rolls around, because, yeah, we do get a free box of, <laughs> of Sherry's berries, and it's awesome. Perfect. I could buy them anytime I want, but it's just more special this way. Yeah. But yes, again, berries.com. Use our code DUDESOUP. Click that microphone. Thank you, Sherry's Berries. Uh, all right, let's let's net hard and and as I was sneaky, all right, I picked <laughs> one out while you guys were talking. So he forgot. Uh, just, no. Yeah, he forgot to no. plan it. No, I ran out of time. We had to record a lot yesterday, <laughs> and then uh, we did the Funhouse TV thing. Oh yeah, that reminds me. Uh, I guess I'll announce that. Uh, 
Uh, we're doing live blocks on Funhouse TV now. Right now it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, one hour blocks. But there's a public calendar, it adjusts to your local time. So we're, this is kind of what we thought would happen is we'll start thematically programming the uh, TV show, or sorry, the TV role of all the old content. And then it, we can just drop in and just do some like lower pressure stuff. Typically when we stream in the past, we're recording a gameplay video, which means we can't really interact much because it doesn't cut down well. But now we can't uh, because they won't be gameplays. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Oh, Bitcoin's on the way uh, the way back up, apparently. Hey! And I Hope just got a notification from Harry Potter. Right. My energy's full. All right! I got that, too. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm going to check on Bitcoin right now. I, I'm gonna check it was, it was doing all right. It was doing all right well, well, may I plug something while they're checking on yeah, Bitcoin? So this week is oh, yeah, the cool. finale of our season of Funhouse Theater Mode. We're uh, finishing strong with the Zombie Island Massacre. Oh, yeah. uh, it's our eighth episode. So dark. So if you missed last week, it was Heidi. And uh, that'll we'll close out the season, but I'm sure we'll be back doing it again. You guys had a good time. Everybody watched it. Thanks Theater again Motor. for watching uh, Theater Mode. If yeah. You, yeah, I, yeah. I was Thank getting lots you. of tweets about it, and uh, we loved it. We love doing it. We love love doing it. So thanks again, Elise, for oh, yeah. organizing Thank the whole deal. Thank you guys deal. for doing it. Yeah. Theater it Mode was, so cool. And Tyler uh, Stab in Austin oh, yeah. coordinated with yeah. us too. And there was a whole team out there that was helping us with stuff. So yeah, we're. Come back. Uh, Hero Prees asks. Uh, so there's been a, there's a lot of praise for fun or for uh, theater mode in chat. Oh, that's good. Uh, Hero Hero Prees, uh, that's a very good username. Asks. Oh. Well, the streams. Uh, oh God, the fucking chat on RoosterTalk.com is broken as hell. Don't say that. Sorry, it just keeps Brand jumping new. all over the fucking place, so it's really hard to read. Uh, hold on, I gotta find it again. Oh, will the streams go up on Full House? Yes, yes, they absolutely will. The first one we did yesterday should be up somewhat soon. And thank you, Parcel, for, for linking the, uh, the journal post. Yeah, man, it's supposed to scroll, but then it like keeps going down. Ah, it's, uh, I, just, I just got to a point in the Ravenclaw common room Ooh. where Rowan just asked me, what are you most looking forward to, Wyatt? That's the name of my character. Wyatt. Charms class, potions class, or finding my brother. Charms class. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, person I just met. Let me tell you about all the intricacies of my backstory. My brother. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's net hard. Roll, roll that sweet bumper, Omar. Is there a bumper? Oh. Yeah, bud. It looks like the Cyberwatch one. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they all look that way? <laughs> well, I mean, you tell me how I'm supposed to visually distinguish Cyberwatch and Hard Netting. They're the same thing. I would have used maybe some like of the leaked images and trailer from the. Yeah. Some cyberpunk. I don't want them to content ID claim my shit. This oh. is, everything in this podcast is 100% original. <laughs> but we just ripped a bunch of articles off the internet. I was wrong. <laughs> All right, so hard done. Uh, last week, Howl at Midnight, uh, oh, Forgotten right. Dogs Roleplay one. Bruce and James, I don't, this? I don't think you guys are aware of this. So this is on the Backyard Chickens forum. Uh, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a forum for people who have backyard chickens. Okay. But this is a role-playing uh, thread and rule set for this uh, particular forum thread. Uh, you can you get to be a wolf, and there are all sorts of rules about the kind of wolf you can be, and uh, uh, the status effects. There's a uh, belly ache. You can take juniper berries for that. Water mint. Parsley. Some water mint. Yeah, you're right about. Herbs for infection or treatment. We got herbs for strength. There's just a lot of herbs, really. Uh, there's the various roles of wolf. There's like alpha, sub-alpha, omega, beta wolf, stuff like that. Hunters, bells, pups. Uh, a pup is any young dog under five moons. The pup name always has a pup suffix, and the first part of the pup name describes them, i.e. speckle pup or dark pup. Elise, what is this? Boil it's, it down. You really just have to see the comments in the forum oh. posts to really kind of get the full grasp of what this is. So, yeah, if you want to do a quick scroll through that one, probably. Uh, 
Wow. Outdoor kennel dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's uh, there's no-tail pets, jailed pets, no-tail den place pets, pack law. You get uh, to live out your fantasy of the dog, feral dog life that you want. This is awesome. Uh, do not kill without a valid reason, except in major battles. Never kill on border fights. Like, these are the rules of the pack here. <laughs> Alphas and betas are always to be addressed by alpha and beta, of course. Uh, all pups must be mentored for at least two moons before becoming a hunter. Uh, beta and alpha may not take a hunter mate. They have none when they become alpha, beta, and their alpha, beta is open for a mate. I don't understand that, but I think so, I do. Yeah, no, you, One cannot live with a paw in both worlds. Do you see that? <laughs> what? What is this? A pack dog forever rejects the life of a no-tail pet. One cannot live with a paw in both worlds. They are right. This is the kind of shit that I, I'm like, yeah, I fucking can, I'll do it. Like, you just made that up, I'll fucking made it up, make it up, yes, I can. I love it, I love this. <laughs> but yeah, there's, be, there's some color scripting that's kind of gone awry. I think they, yeah. maybe maybe they were relying on some old CSS rules that Chrome It's not, no longer supported. So, yeah, this was posted, last edited February 2017, uh, but it, this post was from the 2013, I want to say. Okay. There's some scrolling did I gotta start, do. Did it start catching on? 2015, my bad. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, 1100 pages. 1100 wow. pages. It was uh, as of last week. It was it was still active. I, I'm. I don't want to click. I, I really hope nobody posts. Wait a minute. Hold on. Is, this, is there a story in this thread now? I mean, yeah. It's it's all role play, dude. I don't think it's no, but read actually it. Sarah active. Mentions, you know, in a post, you crawl up on your desk. This last <laughs> post is from 2016. If what? you look, April 14, 2018. No, What's May 21st. That's a registration 20... date. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. The April 14. Oh, never mind then. The post date. That was just a few days That's ago. That's great. That's great. Scar looked around at Rip's ruined camp. Her eyes wandered, then finally fell on two pups huddling in the rain. Calamity Pooh and Brindle Pup. Brindle Pup, we, that's a suffix of a pup, so we know it's a pup. Those you know pups are going to get themselves soaked, she thought, watching the motionless figures. Those poor pups. Do you think this is supposed to be Calamity Pup, but a typo? I think so. Calamity Poo, yeah. I think so. No, I thought it was like a, like a multi-poo or something, you know? I mean, it says those pup. The poo universe? All right, well, so that's one of the... one of the awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty rough contender, but... So the one going up against it is uh, a survey of all red TVs in Shenmue. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. This dude went around Shenmue and just found every red TV in the game. Then what? And that's pretty much it. Surveyed them. Oh, Wait, okay. is it four? Huh? Is the answer four? Or I is guess there so. more? Yeah, Shenmue won, just four TVs. Apart from being found in the Chinese restaurants in Dobuita, the red television also turns up in a few other locations in the first game. It seems that Abe-san catches the daily soaps on a set behind him in the counter of the Abe store. So that's, that's what that is right there. <laughs> what are there, is this a whole website? What is this? This is someone's personal website? PhantomRiverstone.com. Yeah. Shenmue what articles, is, analysis, and what? Translation? translation okay, but what, how, what articles do they have to <laughs> going down that ha, are tagged Coke Media? Hmm. What would, what would that be? Well, let's not get distracted. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, Shenmue 2. Yeah, so uh, this is in Aberdeen. Shenmue 2, you go Slacker to... backer. Spoilers, you go to China in Shenmue 2. It's pretty cool. You get to go to Kowloon. Pretty cool, cool, cool. So here's all the all the red TVs you see, and there's two of them right on top of each other in uh, South Carolina. Well, there's Carmen a lot Gordon. more in Shenmue too. Yeah. Well, it's you know it's a sequel. They got to outdo themselves. Mm. Bar Liverpool. There's so many in Bar Liverpool. Wow. Uh, Lucky Charm Quarter. Whoa. Yeah, they really oh, stepped look at all the red TVs. That must have been what started it. They went there and like that's a lot of red TVs. I bet you're they right. They saw someone else there. like, hey, there's more red TVs. Some building. I think it's just somebody who only wanted to model a red TV and then they needed you know, filler in certain parts of the game. How dare you? Yeah, I don't understand what the you're doing. The Shenmue developers are paid attention to every detail of that world. But all those, okay? those are all the same. Every detail. They're all the same, though, right? You're right. Yeah, it was an artistic choice. But all I mean, those TVs they're probably all subtly different. In Maybe that the year, in in 1987 or whatever, that was the most popular sell. 
Yu Suzuki looked it up, well, and he saw that that was the most popular because every single inch of that world is an exact replica of Japan and China from <gasps> 1987 or whatever year. Coke Media France tweeted about Sega things, Sega Fest in Tokyo. Oh, so that's, that's why they were tagged? Yeah. Yeah, you know it. And then the other one, Eastnet Studio visit by Coke Media with blurry dev screenshots. It's a Koch or Coke? Ah, good question. I'm just basing it off of the Coke brothers. Now. Yeah, I thought but it's yeah, different. Thought... They don't do media as much as they do making carpets. But wow. uh, so yeah, that's that's the chronicle, really. Um, I, the article doesn't claim for this to be an exhaustive survey, but it does seem to be a good. It looks pretty, pretty exhaustive. Yeah, it does. That's a pretty yeah. good base level. Plus it's yeah. 57, 57 total. TV. Hey, any thing in the comments? Because they, they say drop a note in the comments. Oh yeah, in the comments. If you see any other red TVs. Four okay. comments. comments. Amazing, so many red TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You have good taste, tee hee. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, okay. Yeah, it's just them, it's just so, them. But no, that he looks it. like he got them all, because those guys would have found him. Well, it's, it's the same dude posted two comments, and then the same dude replied to both of them. So it's really just one person. Well, that's two people. Two people. Well, the the author of the Wait, article. The, I think oh, I see. Switch yeah. there. Let me actually let me scroll all the way to the top. The author does not count as a person. <laughs> Good for them. So it looks like all those TVs are the same though. So that not really a survey, more of just. There's no byline. They found the one TV, in a bunch of places. It sounds like, right? Yeah. But again, that's because that was the most popular TV in 1987. We don't know that for sure. That's speculation, but. Well, I vote for the war. If it's in Shenmue, James, James I'd say it's pretty. James pretty has confirmed much it. James has confirmed it. I mean, it's on the one hand, the game is wrong. Probably not. Probably not. On the other hand, the developers of the game paid attention to every single detail and didn't just reuse assets it's unless it was there yeah. in the time period, 1987. Or I'm ready photos. to vote. The Hogwarts Express departs soon. <laughs> <laughs> I passed my charm spell. He's, uh, he said I did the best Lumos. Nice. Good ever. job. In the history of first-year students. Wow. Wait, your yeah. first year at 16? That's what I thought was weird. So wait, you're in a, everyone else is like, oh, I thought you were just skipped up to like... No, I mean, he's, that's he's what I thought older. too, but he called me a first year. He's Technically, old. it's my first year at Hogwarts. They have to age you up for maybe I transferred. Plan. Maybe I transferred from that school where they do the, where they're like tough Russians. That's going to fuck up all the sexual tension. You're supposed to all hit adolescence together in the school so I can write fan fiction about oh, it. All right, my character's already banged. Fuck. Wyatt Johns. Is it a witch or a wizard? He's a wizard. Nice. But he can be anything he wants to be. Yeah, provided I wait long enough or pay money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's vote. Uh, who, uh, James, Howl at Midnight or a survey of Red TVs and Shenmue? I'm gonna get, I always vote for Shenmue. Yeah? So I'm going Shenmue. God bless. Wow. I think someone did the work here. That's the voice of a real gamer. I always right appreciate it. Work? <laughs> <laughs> they had to play Shenmue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Elise, who are you voting for? I'm voting for the. The dog RPG. Okay. Of course. That, there's a deep well of information and a war, universe building there. So, it's my vote. I'd argue the same about the TVs. <laughs> all right, Bruce. Tiebreaker. It's all coming down to this. Uh, well, I love the fact that <laughs> somebody found red TVs in Shenmue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it, the, while you love the fact that someone found Red TVs in Shenmue, you are also going to vote for it? No. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate the fact that they created 1,100 pages of content with a howl at midnight. Uh, 
as basically just a community of people creating content versus Shenmue, How which is made by a, a, a company. One but guy. it's enjoyed by so many people. And look, you're right. There was that other dude in the comments. I'll never disagree with oh, that. All right. I'll never disagree. But I do like Brindle Pups. I think you check some of those middle pages. They're you not going to have anything on it. We should. I, you know, I may go back. What would be amazing is since you've granted them this victory, if they got wind of this and somebody created a Bruce Pup, I would love to if be we, a pup. If we come back next week to this comment section, Bruce Pup. We what see if you're Bruce not pup. a pup. If you grow out of being a pup, do you just become the first? We'll have to check the instructions. There, there, were, there were the the betas, the alphas, the bells. What else were there? There are a bunch of them. Beta. Forget what's better, pup. beta or no alpha. Tails. Alpha's better, right? Alpha's yeah. the alpha's oh, the yeah, leader. Yeah, yeah. Alpha's, alpha's the leader of the pack. Let's see. I can't remember. There's no tail. There were like two pup no tails. Oh yeah, something? no tail. All the herbs. Don't forget sore, about all those herbs. Oh, there's sore, sore bones. You can have sore bones as a dog. I mean, we knew that. Yeah, hunters, hun- bells, pups. Oh, hunters. Elders, elders. omega pairs. Omega pair. I remember these that dogs, from the other thing. It says these dogs are at the bottom of the heap. Yeah, omegas uh, are. They fetch, clean, groom, carry, and do every other task a dog can think of. Yeah, omegas basically do whatever no other class will do. So you would you would like to think they're like the god dog, right? That they fuck everything. No, they no. just get fucked. Loners. Other outside ranks. We got loners, no tail pets. Tail pets. Tail pets, no tails. Kennel dogs. Oh, no tail den place. Yeah. You're a no tail. Oh, she recoils. Oh, yeah, it's a human. They pose serious threats to pack dogs. They're traps, guns, and tracking dogs. I'm a friend to all dogs. <laughs> Us alphas that? can't trust. Whatever. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks everybody for uh, joining us on today's podcast. We've 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 made the rounds. We journeyed all over the internet. We solved solved that cheating problem once ever good. I think. No, we didn't. Oh yeah, we did. People are more rampant than ever. Bruce is going to go home tonight and do it. I might actually do it. (laughs) (laughs) Stream it. That won't be a problem. Oh no, no, I won't do that. Uh, But yeah, thank you guys for for watching us. Whether you did it live on YouTube or via audio, you're one of three remaining viewers of this podcast, and I appreciate it. No, no, come on. (laughs) We have fun here. (laughs) Yeah, if you're watching live, we got the post show coming up. It's where you look at some fan art uh, and uh, provide real. Solid, doctor certified advice. Nope. Yep. Not doctor certified. I've screened all the questions. I passed all of my advice on to a doctor. They said, "Yep, nope. that's good. That's That'll help people." No, that's not uh, not true. Basically, I'm just trying to justify going to VidCon and getting on a stage and telling people that I save lives, because that's what everyone else does there. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I go. I do prank <laughs> vids and save lives. <laughs> you got food on your mouth. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Thanks again, everybody. See you next week. Peace. <laughs>